Are you ready to go the distance? Go the distance. When you're nearing retirement, it's essential that you have a written plan and know exactly how the plan will work. Life's about choosing where you want to go and mapping out a financial plan to get you there. The one thing you need is a plan. So what's the plan? Plan! Right now, plan! An experienced financial advisor can help you avoid potential hazards and find alternative routes. We pride ourselves in being different from other financial planning firms. During your initial consultation, we will get to know you and give you the chance to get to know us. Our friendly staff will make you feel comfortable the moment you walk in the door. Call Mark Eels at EFS Wealth Management, 712-224-4651, 712-224-4651, or log on to EFS4U.com, EFS, the number 4U.com. This is Mark Giels with Mark on Money, and today we're going to talk about do I have enough money to retire? That's the $64,000 question. And now, live from the heart of Sioux City, Mark on Money with your host, Mark Giels. The key is having a plan in place, knowing what you're going to do, a place where your retirement questions are answered. You could be putting tens of thousands in jeopardy. You'll get the latest news on 401ks and retirement planning. It can make a profound difference with what you can and can't afford in retirement. If you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome in. To mark on money. And hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Mark on Money with Mark Giels. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Mark, of course, a certified financial planner. He's a fiduciary. He's an independent. He's been helping folks for more than 30 years. EFS Wealth Management is where you find him. EFS, the number four, the letter U.com. That's a great place to start. Uh, if you want to learn a little bit more about Mark and what his team does, EFS, the number four, the letter U.com. Hey, Mark, what's happening? Not too much. You know, maybe we should say that's the million dollar question. <laughs> well, I think not the $64,000 question. I think that that's been inflated away now. I think so too. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, you know, that whole million dollar figure is, uh, is bandied about a, a, a lot. Um, you know, I think sometimes people get overloaded with information because they think they want to do this themselves and they go out there to, you know, to Google and they start searching and then they go down these rabbit holes and, and suddenly, you know, they're just, it's just overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. You know, like you said, you know, you've worked for 30 or 40 years, you saved money in your 401k, you paid off your mortgage, you don't have any debt. You know, you're trying to figure out what to do with social security because you want to maximize that benefit. And yeah, you go to the internet and try to find all the stuff, and yeah, it's it's uh, information overload. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Well, it can be uh, you know rather intimidating, but I mean that's one of the things that I really like about your approach, Mark. Is is you've got you're this voice of calm. I mean you've you've been doing this for you know more than thirty years. You've seen a lot of things. You've helped a lot of people. So you know that's and your fiduciary and you're looking out for us. I mean, those are all the things that add up to me to be to why you want to work with an advisor. Yes, and what you don't want to fall into is one of my favorite terms, which is analysis paralysis. Oh, sure. Um, which means you just overanalyze everything, and you'd end up not doing anything and not changing anything. 
And, you know, like you've said, I've been doing this for 30 years and, you know, I can sit down with somebody probably um, and in the and within probably an hour of discussion with them. I know exactly what their plan is going to look like. I know where their holes are. Um, I know what the structure is going to look like. Um, and then it's just simply putting the pieces together and explaining it in an understandable uh, format. Um, and, you know, the, the format, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of interesting whether you have a million dollars or whether you have $10 million or more, the structure still um, looks pretty much the same. The, there's just a couple more zeros uh, in one versus the other. Um, but but the process and the things that you have to plan for and those types of things really aren't a whole lot of different between, you know, a little bit of money and a lot of money other than tax planning becomes a more integral part the more money that you have. Sure. But let's back up. Let's back up to the question, which is, how do I know when I can retire? Right. And, I mean, that is know, the question. Be, yeah. Um, you know, and, and there's a lot to this. Um, if you do it correctly, and at some point you're going to want some professional help, there's just a few things that you can do to get you in the right direction. And the first one is, is figure out how much money you're going to need. And, you know, if you go on the internet again and you read a bunch of stuff, you know, they'll be like, well, you can retire with 70 to 80% of your pre-retirement income. Um, you know, those, and there's all kinds of different rules of thumb to use. Um, you know, rules of thumb are great, but rules of thumb mean that they probably don't apply to you. Um, they might apply to everybody else, but you, you might be that unicorn who's different. So you want to know, you know, yes, rules of thumb are good direction pointers, but they don't tell you the answer. And so in order to get the answer, you've got to ask the right questions. And that's what my job is when I sit down with people. I ask the right questions to figure it out. And plus, I explain to them, hey, you know what? I, I've dealt with hundreds of people going through retirement. Here's the typical path that most of those people follow. And, you know, you have your go-go years, you know, and then you have your slow-go years and your no-go years. And so you, you can't sit down and say, how much money do I need in retirement? And that number is constant all the way through because it isn't. It does not have a constant income that is the same in all of the different stages that you go through in retirement. So you have to figure out in each one of those different stages, how much money do I want to spend? And so the rule of thumb, we can throw that one right out the window that says I can retire on 70 to 80% of my income. You can, but you're not going to have much fun. So, I mean, I think all of you will agree with me. We want retirement to be fun. And so we don't want to have to worry about money. And people that are having fun in retirement actually spend more money than what they're earning prior to retirement on average. And, you know, because you've got more time, you can do more things, you can travel more, um, you know, that's just a matter of fact. And so those go-go years, um, you know, you, you want to calculate in spending the money for the things that you want to do during those periods of time. 
And so if you go to the Internet again, you know, we can talk about this before the 4% withdrawal rule, where if you take 4% off your money, you shouldn't run out. Um, you know, that's kind of been debunked. Uh, again, it's a rule of thumb that, you know, really doesn't apply because um, it all depends upon timing, markets, um, and all kinds of stuff. And you can make the 4% rule work, um, and you can make it fail. Uh, just depends on when you start, how you invest your money, when you take withdrawals. A better, uh, a better alternative and a better way to do this is, again, to figure out how much money you need during those go-go years, the slow-go years. And we've got a great tool, a great education piece. I would definitely encourage you to take some time and go to our website. Go to EFS, the number four, the letter U, dot com. And click on, do I have enough money to retire? And it's a great piece that takes you to a strategy that we use quite a bit, which is called time-segmented distribution. It's basically taking your money, putting it into different buckets, aligning it to those go-go, no-go, slow-go years, so that the money that you want to spend in the go-go years, you put it into those buckets. And it's you know what you're going to spend or what you had budgeted to spend, which is more than what you're going to spend in your slow-go years and quite a bit more than what you're going to spend in your no-go years. Not the opposite way. You know, our industry, the financial services industry, would love it if you said, well, I've got X amount of dollars and I'm going to take a withdrawal rate of 3% because I don't want to run out of money in retirement. You know, that's fantastic for the for the investment industry because the likelihood is is you're going to accumulate a ton of money over retirement that you're not going to spend. And you're going to end up in your 80s with a huge nest egg. And, you know, you're going to be like, well, we got plenty of money, but, yeah, we don't have any time. And, you know, we, we, we don't really want to spend any more money because, you know, we're in our, you know, no-go years. Right. And, you know, you don't want to be that way. And so if you if you bucket your money, two things happen, or at least two things. Number one, you align your spending with the time frame that you want to do it in. And number two, you take your money that you have and you put it into those different buckets to see if mathematically it works. So if you say, well, you know what, when I get to my no-go years, so let's say the no-go years are usually going to begin somewhere in your 80s. Go-go years usually are somewhere up to the mid to later 70s, and the slow-go are the ones that are in between. And so you can kind of plug with those numbers. And so let's say you have a million dollars or a couple million dollars. Um, you can take that money, stick it into bucket number one and bucket number two and bucket number three. So that's 15 years to kind of you know allocate money into your go-go years. And put a dollar amount in there. Say, oh, I want to spend X. Does that mean I will have enough money left then to support me in my slow-go and no-go years without running out of money? Um, and you won't know that, but mathematically, it'll tell you whether or not that that works. Um, and so it'll point you, again, in the right direction. And so let's back up again, and let's let's look at that. So... You know, what is bucket number one? And, you know, another, so maybe this is number three. Bucket number one now becomes our source of income. And it's income that is safe. It's not going to lose anything 
if the stock market, you know, tanks. That's not what you want to have happen when you're going into retirement is you don't want to have a stock market that goes down 30 40% in the first couple of years of your retirement and you're and you're taking withdrawals out of an equity portfolio that's going down in value. You want to be taking income that you need from a fixed source. And preferably, you have 10 years worth of money that's setting in fixed conservative investments that is not going to be affected if we go through a very long, protracted, you know, market downturn that lasts for a decade like it did the first decade of this century. You know, markets, you know, the equity markets return zero, you know, in the first decade of this century. So, and, Mark, so with that, with the time segment of distribution, how does that evolve over time? I mean, is there always that same amount of money in the in the in the risk category or, or is that something that moves and other things move in? How does that sort of migrate, if you will? Well, again, if you go to our website, EFS, the number four, the letter U dot com, it explains it. But. Let me give you an example of, let's say you invested money 10 years ago with us. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we would have had 10 years worth of fixed guaranteed money, and now we're coming into our, really, we're in our third bucket already, and we've got our fourth and fifth bucket setting there. And what you're probably going to see in those fourth and fifth buckets is, you know, forecasting returns in bucket number four, for instance, of let's say a five to six percent average return because it's a moderate portfolio one of the things you also don't want to do is overestimate returns and when you plug it in you'd rather you know under um underestimate and over deliver returns in those retirement portfolios but let's say for instance our targeted goal um at the end of bucket number four was x and let's say we've already exceeded that goal. We're ahead of the game because you know, we didn't just average 5%. We averaged 8 or 9% average return. And we've got 50% more money in our bucket of money that we're going to spend next. Well, what you do is you look at it and say, you know, look, I've already reached my goal. Um, do I want to be a greedy chicken and leave the money invested in the markets knowing that I need it four years from now? Or do I want to say, hey, look, let's just pull the money out that, that is going to meet our income goals. And, you know, yes, we've exceeded it by a big margin. Let's just take that extra money and throw it into our slush fund bucket. Because what you don't want to have happen is you don't want to have the market heavy downturn and, you know, have your money disappear for our next segment of money that we're going to need. Think of it from this standpoint. It's the same way that, you know, you want to prepare for retirement. Um, and the best the best case scenario is, or, or the best way to do this is just to give you an example of, you know, a client that I had that been working with for, I don't know, probably 10, 15 years. Okay. You know, ever since he was, you know, in his 40s. And then he got to be in his early 60s and he, and he you know, we had a retirement plan in place and his retirement date was March of 2020. Well, the market's lost 20%, you know, or more because of the big pandemic sell-off that we had. And he called me up and said, you know, Mark, the market's just terrible. Unemployment's going through the roof. You know, I, I don't know if I want to retire. I think I should keep working. And my, and my you know, return on my, my 
response or my answer to that conversation was, it doesn't matter. We already have our first and second buckets in place, and our first bucket hasn't lost a penny. You know, it's it's in fixed investments, and we're going to spend it over the next five years, and we know what the income is that's going to be produced. I think it was like four $4,000 a month. Uh, in income, and I said it doesn't matter. You retire now, and it's gonna it's gonna pay you four thousand dollars a month. If we wait six months, it might be four thousand and twenty dollars a month, but it doesn't matter. Yes, your other buckets that we have, the money that we have invested for fifteen to twenty years down the road, yeah, we've seen that money decline, but it doesn't matter because we don't need it today. What we need today is what we've already put in place, and we put it in place years ago because we don't want to have something like this occur where we have to delay retirement. Sure. And we don't want to ever take money from somewhere, if possible, that has lost money. So when you segment your money into time-segmented buckets, the earlier buckets are conservative. The money that you don't need for 15, 20 years, or maybe 25 or 30 years down the road that's invested in equities. You know, it's a diversified equity portfolio, and you don't have to worry about the gyrations of the markets because it's long, long-term money. It's not money you need next year or five years from now. It's money you don't need for 15 to 20 years. And so from a psychological standpoint, you're identifying where each one of the dollars that you have invested is going to be placed. And again, what is those what can those dollars produce in terms of income combined with social security and pension income and all those other things and that comes into a whole nother discussion which is what about timing and you know distributing assets tax management that all can be worked into all of those time segmented distributions to coincide with required minimum distributions, so forth and so on. Well, I really like the example there, Mark, because, you know, when you say March of 2020, everybody goes, oh, and, and, and with good reason. But the fact that he can still retire or that he could still retire and not not see a blip, not see anything. I mean, that's that's how retirement needs to be. And I think so many people don't don't get that it's it really is part of the plan here. There, and it is really all about the plan. Right. And, and it's, it's about preparation. Um, you know, a, a, a good analogy was if any of you um, have watched the movie, um, I believe it's called The Dawn Wall. Yes, I have, where, Mark, on your recommendation where, uh, I did. Yeah. And so I actually met the, uh, one of the climbers that climbed that wall and actually was at a conference where he um, talked about just his life and uh, what the motivation was. Um, but the main point of all of that was it took them two and a half years to plan to climb the Don Wall in Yosemite. So it was two and a half years of planning and preparation. And retirement's the same way. You don't just all of a sudden get to retirement and then try to figure everything out. No, it's preparation it's it's you know what do we do if a storm comes along you know how do we get from a to b what gear do we take along you know it's it, very synonymous to you know retirement planning cuz you know you got to prepare for the unexpected too well and again so just as a side note who did you meet and and how did that happen 
Um, I don't remember what the guy's name was. I mean, this was yeah. quite a few years ago. Sure, sure, sure. Um, it was, but was it he was kind of a cool of guy the, to meet? Yeah. Um, you know, he was, you know, he's, of course, you know, on the speaking tour. Sure. You know, that's how he how he made his, his living now going forward. And, of course, the movie royalties and all that other good stuff. Yeah. But, uh, no, he was a very dynamic, you know, great individual and, of course, very, very driven um, Obviously. you know, individual to yeah. be able to be able to do that and so forth. But that movie was amazing. That documentary to watch, and and like you said, you know, we talked about this a, a long time ago, Mark. And that, and and so on your recommendation, uh, we, my wife and I, watched it, and what a fascinating story. And boy, it really does drive the point home how important is planning, <laughs> right? Because right. going up a mountain, there's a billion things that can go wrong. And they right. did and all the set and all the <laughs> setbacks and how they overcame them and yeah. that type of thing, you know, and uh, so, you know, so, yeah, you've got, you know, again, use this as a resource, visit our website. And if you have questions, call me, email me, mark at EFS, the number four, the letter U dot com, you know, or call our office 712-224-4651. We can have a discussion. We can have an online meeting. We can prepare a plan that, you know. What we do is we take your dollars and put them into those buckets. We are a holistic firm, so we're not just focused on money, but we're focused on taxes, on estate planning, you know, on the things that you want to do in life and what's important, your family, uh, and tie all those things together. So, I mean, that's that's the purpose of, you know, putting these shows out, educating people, you know, wading through some of the, the uh, you know, the information overload and just putting things in a little bit easier perspective. Sure. Well, and so, so, okay, go ahead. No, what were you going to say? I was just going to ask you about inflation. It's sort of shifting gears a little bit, but I just, I mean, as part of a plan, I mean, inflation hasn't been around for a long time. How does that affect a plan? Well, you plug the, you plug an inflation rate into the plan. So you assume uh, an inflation rate. And I still think a 3% inflation rate is a good assumption to use in retirement planning um, to average over time. Um, yeah, we just saw, you know, a 7% inflation rate, but still the average over the last 10 years has still been less than 3%. Uh, and I think going forward, you know, I, I just can't see, um, you know, inflation averaging more than that. Um, but that that comes from the investment side too. So you know you've got to kind of look at current market conditions, manage those investment portfolios in those different time segments, you know, to coincide with what's going on in the overall markets. And you know that's something that you do, you know, as the plan progresses, you know, over time. Do you hear from people, or are you hearing from your clients now? Because inflation is such a big factor, and it's just certainly making headlines nearly every day. Uh, are people concerned? Well, no, I don't think so. Because I think you know they saw their investments go up by double digits last year. So I mean, inflation, yeah, went up by six or seven percent. You know, but the but the S and P five hundred went up twenty five percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's kind of hard it, to deny it, that. Now, what I do hear people talking about is that, you know, I've got to do something with my money that's sitting in the bank because it's earning nothing. And, you know, what are the solutions there? So we have discussions about that probably more frequently than, you know, their longer term investments because their longer term investments are performing pretty good right now. Um, you know, and so that kind of brings up another interesting um, 
you know, thing I'll leave you with, you know, because last year, many of the, you know, quote, so-called experts were calling for a bear market in 2021. And in reality, the S&P did the exact opposite of what people were predicting. So no matter what happens, we need to be prepared. Um, and so, yes, you know, you've got to check your asset mix, especially as you're nearing retirement, you know, because, you know, if you've got a hundred percent equity allocation in your portfolio and you've got enough money to retire, it's time to take some chips off the table because if you've never rebalanced your portfolio, even if you were, you know, a 60, 40 investor back 10 years ago, your investments are probably now over 80% equities just because the equity side has so outpaced. And if you've never taken anything off of the table, you're probably overweighted in stocks right now. And again, that's something that obviously that you look you look at as as a you know tactical manager as a holistic approach. You you kind of manage that for us, so we don't really yeah. have to worry. Yeah, you know, and there's two there's two other things to kind of point out. You know, if you're retiring and you have enough money to retire, and it's a bear market, and markets are down thirty percent, you're probably going to have have a pretty good retirement, no problems, no worries, because you're looking at your investments at the bottom of the market. It'd be like retiring, you know, in March of 2009, you know, or, you know, in the fall of 2002, you know, after the S&P, both of those periods lost 50% of its value. So if you had enough money to retire there and, you know, you had an asset, that you probably did pretty good. I mean, you, you weathered the storm because you were retiring at the bottom. But if you're retiring at the top of a bull market, you know, diligence is a whole lot more important and planning is a whole lot more important because now you're saying, well, I've got enough money to retire based upon five, six, seven percent average returns in my longer term portfolios. You got to remember markets come back to the average. So we've averaged now double digit returns on average for a long time. And the long term average of the market is high single digits. And so, you know, you would think that, you know, things aren't different. You know, people always say, well, things are different now. The market's going to continue to do blah, blah, blah. It never has turned out to be that way, folks. So what I'm saying is that future returns going forward are probably going to be significantly lower than what they've been the last 10 years, um, you know, depending upon when this bull market ends and you know if it is if it's done now i don't know i'm not a predictor i'm not going to say the market's going to have a bear market this year um but it will at some point you know it will and it the likelihood is it'll be a secular bear market not one that goes down and rebounds it's not one that you buy the dips it's one that you sell the rips and keep raising cash because the market continues to go down, not just for a few months, but for a few years. That could happen, couldn't it? I mean, we've seen yeah, it happen. And it has, and it has happened. Right. You know, it just, it just hasn't happened for 20 years. Um, so people forget that markets can go down for more than just a few months uh, or just, you know, a few days. Uh, they can go down for a long time and reset themselves. So diversification is important. You know, there's always a bull market somewhere. Uh, you just have to find it. 
and have your money diversified. So, you know, we talked about a lot of things. You know, we talked about, again, you know, time-segmented distributions. Do I have enough money to retire? Um, you know, that is the million-dollar question. And everybody's different. You know, standard of living and what you want to spend in retirement uh, during those slow-go, go-go, no-go years, um, you know, you've got to put those numbers in there, have contingencies. That's what we do. Um, again, analysis paralysis. You know, you can go on the Internet and you can look at things and just you can find so much information you won't you won't know which direction is up anymore. Exactly. Well, that is the problem. But again, sitting down with you, there's I mean, if, if folks are just curious or if maybe if somebody already has a plan, you would lo love to give them a second opinion uh, because it's always good to get that second set of eyes on something. And, and if they're in good shape, then you'll tell them that. Yeah. And we have a lot of that. You know, we, we have, um, you know, a meeting with somebody tomorrow that, you know, he already has an advisor. He just wants an another opinion, you know, of, you know, what's going on with his portfolios. Um, it, is he is he being treated fairly? Are they covering all their bases? Um, you know, it's what you don't know that can really hurt you in retirement. And, you know, we've got other people that are like, you know, look, I, I, don't, I don't like my advisor, you know, or I don't have an advisor. I'm, I'm just getting into this. You know, I, I'm looking for somebody to help me, you know, go through this process. Um, and, you know, we can do all of the above. Right. So, yes. 712-224-4651 is how you can get in touch with Mark. You can also find him and reach out on the website, EFS, the number for the letter U.com, EFS4U.com. And, uh, you know, this has uh, been a great uh, great discussion, Mark. What, are you, what What's your words of wisdom? What are you leaving us with? Well, just, just again, don't let that information overload you. It's not that complicated to be able to retire. You just have to have a plan. And it should be written plan, by the way. That's what I'll leave you with. Have a plan, write it down, and know what it is. Securities offered through Securities America, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. EFS Group and the Securities America companies are unaffiliated. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. If you remember these TV shows, you're getting ready to retire. Whenever I see a big pair of feet or a cheesy mustache, I'll think of you. You got spunk. I hate spunk. I'm one guy who ain't prejudiced against anybody who uh, may be less superior than me. It kind of sneaks up on you, doesn't it? Oh, gee. You deserve a secure, independent retirement. A retirement that is prepared to handle pitfalls like inflation, health emergencies, stock market volatility, and taxation. You've worked hard for your money and will work just as hard to protect it and grow it. Retirement planning doesn't have to be difficult. Get the facts-based approach that you deserve, all at no cost with no obligation. 
call Mark Eels at EFS Wealth Management, 712-224-4651, 712-224-4651, or log on to EFS4U.com, EFS, the number 4U.com. 